Welcome to the podcast where relationships, confidence, and determination all converge into an amazing heartfelt experience. This is Speaking from the Heart. Welcome back to episode number 35 of Speaking from the Heart. Today, we have somewhat of a unique subject that I've been excited to talk about with you. And I think for many of us, we don't often think about as an important subject because we are inundated with the many different things that we have to do in our daily lives that we often have to take time to think about this type of subject, which is about our own self-worth, but being able to sell it so everybody else can see it as well. It's a two-part conversation in itself because you have to consider the different types of aspects of your life that might be worth selling your worth, but then being able to share it to the masses. Personal note, I never thought that I would be talking about a subject such as this because growing up, I never really believed in my own self-worth and even selling it for that matter. It was a matter of just being teased and bullied growing up, thinking that I was just worthless to other people, and then seeing down the road, especially after I achieved so much, whether that was on paper or actually people coming up to me and saying, Josh, you are doing so much awesome things in this world. You should really do something else to help showcase this. But more importantly, taking that big step back and thinking, yeah, I do have something that I could share. And I was inspired by somebody that often pointed this out to me growing up as a kid. But also, more importantly, I was inspired recently by some posts that I've seen on Facebook because of people ridiculing oh, well, you don't have enough listeners on your podcast. Or, oh, well, you don't have the content that I was looking for. And even just recent client interactions that were prospects in nature saying, I don't see what you're really trying to do. I think all of those naysayers are essentially the people that sometimes fuel us to often make us go down two different tracks. One, well, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if I really can do this. I don't think I'm going to do this. While on the other track, you're saying to yourself, I have what it takes and I have all these awesome resources and awesome people that will going to support me no matter how big, middle, or small these things can be, especially if I know what I am capable of saying and doing to create that positivity in my own life. Let's talk about what it means to even reflect on your self-worth. In other words, the question I want to pose to you is what can you do to ensure that you keep yourself in check with your worth and what you bring to the table? The very first thing that I always tell my clients and even what I tell myself in my lowest days is to work through what is it that you bring to the table. So I'm literally asking you right now, even if you have to pause this episode, get a sheet of paper get a pencil, or even just open a document on your computer if you're front of one right now and start to write out all the different things in one side of the column saying, this is what I'm able to do. And then on the other side, write out the things that you think you're not able to do. But when you do the second column, not only are you writing what you can't do, but why can't you do it? So if you're going to put in the extra work of actually saying, this is why I can't do it, I need you to put down some extra content as to why you think you can't do it. 
We often tell ourselves a story, which I've often talked about in some of my other episodes when we've spoken about the wonderful book of mine that I really love reading the most. Can't take credit for it. I got to give credit to Joseph Grenny and all the other individuals that co-authored it called Crucial Conversations for Mastering Dialogue. And this is where I sort of picked up the idea, although the concept is not specifically talked about as much in the book. But when you start to label out what are some of the net positives and the net gains, and then you're going into what are not so much the net positives and not so much the net gains, you start to see the differences between what you actually can do to help others see what you potentially become. I have to admit, I was always a skeptic of wanting to write this out, especially as I journaled going through some of my darkest times in my life. But whether it's for a personal or a professional reason, being able to do that, especially if you're able to see what you're able to create in your own life so that you can help others, no matter what other people say about you, can unlock some doors that will help you to see where you might have been neglecting yourself for the longest time. Now, after you do all that labeling and you write that down, what I want you to do is to actually think about all those good things and how they can manifest themselves into something that you can bring as value. One of my good friends that is also a podcast host of the Real Estate Survival Guide, John Shuckman, often talks about this, especially with some of his guests that he's had on the show and even some of his monologue episodes, about the importance of not just seeing what you're capable of doing but also being able to sell that wharf because you are able to get people to help you with a skill or a trade or knowledge based on what you're able to do. John's episodes really talk more about the monetization side of it because his business model is really attuned to it. I'm just talking about in an everyday sense of conversation about not just knowing that wharf, which I think is truly important, especially if you're going to help others like I do in my own business. But it's also about understanding how you help bring that value to your friends, to your family, and to others that you may interact with on a day-to-day basis. It doesn't mean to say that you are worthless in other ways, and don't put that thought in your head. As a matter of fact, let's make sure that it never happens. When you have that sort of thought, think about why. It happens. It isn't just about what you've written down on that other column, because I know some of you might not be completely honest with yourself, and you might have that thought that comes through anyway, and you don't write it down. What's really important is to understand why you have that value, why that self-worth is so important to share with the world, because if you think it's important, then others should know how important it is too. And it doesn't necessarily mean about just knowing your worth and being able to get yourself to that next job, which I have talked about as one of my services, even getting your resume updated so that reflects the highest amount. But what I really want you to think about when you least expect it is the opportunity to say to yourself, aha, this person just said that about me and I didn't have that on my list. I'm going to want to write that down. Because when you start to write everything down and you start to document all those things that people are starting to say about you and continue to say about you, something starts to change. That mindset starts to change. And when you're down and you're low, which you're going to have those valleys and those mountaintops, you're going to be able to see inside yourself to keep check of all those things that you brought worth in your life 
because of those people that have said to you time and time again, this is why I value you and this is why I believe in you. Now, I get it. I am one of the first people to tell others about the fact that there have been many that have walked out of my life never to be seen again. Here's my question for you. If you are still holding on to that sort of feeling, did they really bring you that value in the first place that they said they were going to bring you if they walked out? It doesn't mean that that doesn't have a stinging or hurting effect. And I always am about grieving, especially for my life. I have grieved so much about what I could have been, but I don't stay in that moment. I don't live in it. What I decide to do is keep pressing forward, knowing that I am going to reach people, places, and things in my life throughout that are going to be able to hear my self-worth, which is now leading into our next part of this conversation. The next question, as you're thinking about your self-worth, now it's about selling it so other people really see what you're truly capable of doing. The question that ties behind this is the following. What can you create as selling points to ensure that you are confident, determined, and also building relationships with others? Yeah, it's building in some of the values that I even talk about in my business with my clients, and I even talk about here on my shows with my guests. But if you think about it and you boil it down into your own life, you really need to have those concepts and those components in order to start building, or having the building blocks for that matter, of seeing what you can potentially sell. Now, you don't necessarily always need to be the salesman. And even the same person that you might be of yesterday will evolve into something else of tomorrow that might not think that those things that we used to do in the past are always going to work again and again and again. John Shuckman, the host of the Real Estate Survival Guide, also talks about this aspect of it too, and what she shares with his audience about the sheer importance, especially in the real estate market, of being able to have those different things that you can form relationships with other people, whether it's good or bad, you have to read out those people that might not be adding that value, especially if you have a group of people that you're coaching or you're helping. Now, you might not be in the business of consulting or helping other people like I am, but in every single industry, there's always a mentorship. There's always somebody that you're having that relationship with, whether it's personal or professional, and you're helping them to see what they're truly capable of becoming. Because you're investing, maybe by assignment from your boss, or maybe it's something that you're intrinsically motivated to do to help you become something that you never thought possible. But if you have those selling points that you have already formed because you know your self-worth, there are going to be people that are attracted to you because you are confident. You are able to see what you are able to do and able to create. You are going to be determined because you really want that material to be shined throughout the world, no matter what people may say, think, or do about it. But more importantly, above all else, which I've inverted the pyramid in this episode with my values, on the very top is when all those relationships start to come. And they are formed not just by the natural progression of who you are as a person, but what you're starting to build as opportunities for others so that they can be seen will attract them to come to you to be able to say, I need you because you are such a positive influence in my life. 
What I didn't realize for the longest time in my life, especially now being 36 years of age, is going through all these different types of things in my life, thinking that I always had to prove it to somebody else. And even as I started this podcast, I was always thinking about what I needed to do to prove others that they should listen to me over somebody else. Same goes for even my business. What could I do to distinguish myself from others to have that niche? I think having a niche is so important to be able to focus on it. So with all the things that I offer, the most important thing that I do contribute is being able to help people see that they don't have to be stuck in the mud or stuck in that ditch on the side of the road of being able to move themselves from one point to another. That's something I always continuously preach, as many of my longtime listeners have heard so far. But it isn't just enough to just simply say that I'm going to change the mindset. It's not just simply enough to be able to sell yourself to be seen. It takes so much more than just that. And I know that for many of us, we might be still figuring out and maybe even trying to understand what it means to just function in this world. The variety of different things that we have going on, the ways in which we need to improve, maybe even being in that relationship that we're stuck in or having a difficult time with, or maybe we're thriving and we're having the best opportunities that have ever come down in our lives actually shining, creating some of those aspects of our lives of riches beyond our wildest dreams. But some of us still always need that reminder. We need to be having that consideration time and time again about knowing what it means to go through some of those tough moments in our life so that when people do challenge us on our self-worth, that we are able to keep shining forward, that we are able to not turn our backs on the things that sometimes might hold us back from being able to see what is truly possible in a new world. But even if you're not sure how to do that, it isn't just about asking these questions which I start to pose. It's about how they all interconnect together. And I've always been an opportunistic when it comes to always saying, oh yes, if I'm able to do it all by myself, I'm able to challenge that status quo, if I'm able to just keep saying to this to myself over and over and over and over again, so that I'm able to not have this come up ever again in my life, then I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be perfect. I'm not going to have anything to worry about. I am going to be okay. Problem with that whole 30-second mantra of just saying that to yourself is that there's nobody else that's involved with that conversation. And maybe, just maybe, it's time to start changing that mindset as well. I can't tell you enough why I kick myself over and over again of hoping and wishing that I could change what I used to be. And I still struggle with that to this day. As somebody that's just trying to help others see what's really capable of becoming, I often have that problem as well. Being able to know my self-worth and being able to sell it so that others can see. But then I remember something that long ago happened to me that Maybe something happened to you just as similarly as to me that might change your whole perspective about this conversation. I remember the fact that a long time ago, even going through high school, the number of stares, the number of people that just ridiculed me and wanted to push me down 
not only just figuratively, but also because of the ways in which they saw me as a threat to them. And I mean physically a threat, because they often thought that I was going to hurt them. And it wasn't because of things that I said to them, but it was because I was so upset about myself that it projected on everybody else, and they didn't want me to be around. As a matter of fact, I didn't know my self-worth. I didn't know what I was selling because when I was selling it, I was selling the story about how I was just somebody that over and over again wanted to be goody two-shoes or just wanted to be accepted for who I was. I just wanted to be the best version when I realized that in order to be the best version, you need to be able to open yourself up to a whole new world of possibilities. And understanding that, especially when I was a 15, 16-year-old kid, really started to open up some of the doors that later in my high school years, I was able to accept myself for who I really was and was able to thrive, not just in the high school academic sense, but also beyond that, and not only college, but also life in general. I don't claim to have all the answers. I don't claim to know all my self-worth, and I'm still figuring out what it means to be sold on this world, and maybe even selling it to you. But I do know this. If we're willing to have that conversation with each other, and maybe if we're able to figure out what we're capable of becoming, maybe, just maybe, we can start to change the dialogue that we have about ourselves. Because this is not what it's really all about. It's about just knowing that you have something to sell to others but yet you are not even sold yourself. Maybe you need to start doing that for yourself, just like I have. But I know somebody that can help you if you're willing to do that. If you're just willing to just open your mind to the possibility of just changing that thought process once and for all, maybe you can find the ways in which you don't have to keep writing on the right-hand side of that paper I spoke about earlier. And maybe you don't need to keep justifying why you have that negative existence because... I think you do have that positive attribute about yourself. I do think you're capable of becoming the best version of who you are. And, truthfully, I know who you are. I know what you've been through. Because, let's face it, it's already been written all over your body when you came in my door or came on that call. Are you ready to open yourself up to maybe just seeing what that can be? Are you ready to just open yourself up to knowing who you are, because I'm ready, even if it means I make mistakes along the way. But making mistakes is all about being human. I think that living in that adventure should be something that we should all enjoy, even if it has its high mountaintops and its low valleys. Thanks for listening to episode number 35 of Speaking from the Heart, and I look forward to hearing from your heart very soon. Thanks for listening. For more information about our podcast and future shows, search for Speaking from the Heart to subscribe and be notified wherever you listen to your podcasts. Visit us at www.yourspeakingvoice.biz for more information about potential services that can help you create the best version of yourself. See you next time.